0: Time now for the Legal Show on 570 WKBN. Till six o'clock tonight. So we take your calls and questions for our attorneys from the law firm of uh, Beatrice Cop and Marcota. They'll be with us tonight from 5 till 6 as they are on every Thursday, three three zero seven two nine ninety nine seventy seven three three zero seven two nine ninety nine seventy seven three three zero. 729 9977 729 9977 330 Seven two nine ninety nine seventy seven. We'll get you through to us. If you got a legal question or comment, pick up the phone, give us a call on News Radio five seventy in. Let's go to the law firm of Beatrice Cobb and Marcota. I think Dave is off today. Justin Marcota should be in attendance at the firm. Hello, Justin. Justin? It says it's connecting. Let's see. It says it's connecting. I can hear you guys. Can you hear me? all right well we're, we're working on it uh dave did you send a mirror sound by chance are you doing that all right well i'll make sure that all right we'll try to get our act all right guys are you there we yes, got sir. you we're oh. having technical problems with oh. this new right. high tech you don't worry you got it now all right don't worry about it all right say uh, uh, there we go justin Marcota, hello hi
1: hi ron um don't sound yeah, so confused. No, still out just the
0: kinks. no yeah, the kinks are worked out. Relax. All right, just keep that mic. <laughs> uh, Justin, you have good audio, so you don't have to do a thing. Mark DeVecchio, hello. Hello, Ron. How are you? I'm well, sir. Thank you for asking. All right, so we got to, we got the two uh, guys with us tonight. You guys ready to take some calls till? Uh, we're ready to go. Yep. All right. Everybody can hear? Let's do it. Everybody can hear? Microphones are fine. Uh, ju- Justin, probably better than I. One, one, uh, All right. Uh, okay, I'll, 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 give, out, I'll, I'll give you this recommendation. All right. Uh, uh, uh you the top knobs, the ones that are green and yellow, both belong at 12 o'clock, the green and yellow on both cases. All right. So,
2: whatever. I just turned everything up to 11.
1: Yeah, and one of them was my headphone. It, it, should tw- sounds a lot better. It, it
0: should be It should be Turn them both, uh, you know, right at 12 o'clock, because that's your send and return, all right? Uh, yeah, so there you have it. If you don't mess with that, you guys will be fine. All right. It's well, like
1: David's not here, so I think we'll be okay.
0: Yeah, you that's that's all that matters. Jeez, it's like you're dealing with uh, children, folks. I uh, I mean, uh, uh let's take some calls. Uh, Charles, you're on with the attorneys. Hello.
3: Yes, hello. Uh Thank you for taking my call. I actually called at the end of the program last week, and we ran out of time. So I hope you don't mind that I called back. Um, I had a a question related to automobile insurance coverage, um, and just to kind of recap, uh, my uh, married uh, and my stepson lives with us. Uh, However, um, he he, when he became a teenage driver. because my wife is kind of difficult to get along with, decided that she would get her own insurance coverage at a, at a lesser cost. Um, the problem with that is um, the coverages that I, was, that I have are much higher because I own my home and property, and I know that she's gotten a much, much, much lower coverage, possibly even minimum coverage on, her, on two vehicles, one that she drives, one that he drives. Um, So one of those is paid for, one is not. But my question, I guess, directly is, if something happens uh, to her or him in an accident, and they are sued, and the lawsuit exceeds the limit of her automobile policy, can uh, can the other parties come after me, being the husband, uh, or, or, or my, you know, what I own and, and, and so on. Um, I do have an umbrella, but I'm told that, that the, my company told me that because of the situation, they're going to discontinue my umbrella because they're covering things that they don't, you know, normally include with the umbrella. So, uh, it's kind of
0: a, okay. Yeah, I got it. It's a mess. All right, so basically your wife and your da- stepdaughter got a separate policy from yours, correct? Yes, correct. Uh, and their and their and their limits are way lower and you're afraid if either one of them gets in an accident that it could come back to is your house in your name or your uh, or both your names, you and your wife.
3: It's in my in my
1: name only.
0: All right. Uh, what what's this guy's liability since uh, he's married to her and the stepdaughter?
1: I think we said last week that the car is not titled, either car is not titled in your name. Fair? Correct. Okay. So there's layers of coverage, and you, from my understanding of the facts, would only be liable under a negligent entrustment scenario where if the Stepchild left the house intoxicated. You permitted uh, him to drive a vehicle, uh, so on and so forth. It's a factually intensive analysis. Now, with that being said, two things: one, even if the accident is not their fault, you should have more coverage because you have claims if your wife is injured, and that goes into you know your own automobile coverage if somebody else doesn't have enough. However, you know, understanding the situation, I, you know, this is new to me that you're saying. The umbrella carrier does not want to continue your policy. But best coverage, best scenario is to keep finding a carrier who will uh, provide you an umbrella just to cover yourself further in the event there is something that exceeds.
2: What if the other vehicle involved that that driver had uninsured, underinsured coverage? So in Ohio, not Pennsylvania,
1: uh, in Ohio, policy limits offset. So if I have a hundred thousand in insurance coverage on my policy, and the person that caused an accident with me has the same amount of coverage, their policy applies. Only if your own auto policy is excess does it then kick in and then provide coverage.
0: Why don't you let me ask you this caller? Why don't you just tell your wife and daughter to get uh, higher uh, instead of minimums? Why don't they just get higher? What, oh, $250,000, oh. a uh, 1000
3: i have tried and tried, and uh, believe me, I, I, right. I...
0: They're cheap. They don't want to pay it.
3: Uh, yeah, I, I did. I forgot to mention, we are in Pennsylvania, but again, you know, I, I understand the need to carry... Um, I have a high enough coverage that I can get the umbrella. I tried to explain this to her. I mean, that's really not the reason I'm calling. It's just I'm concerned that if something happens with him, his stepson or her... And they get sued, and they, they use up her. Let's say she's covered for thirty thousand. Well, do they? Can they come after my house? Can they come after me and my policy? I mean, I, I I'm I'm not, I'm not but, certain. Even though I'm excluded from their policies, I'm not allowed to drive her car. I just don't know. Yeah, you know. I,
1: I just because you're you're married and have marital assets, does not connect you to liability per se when you, you're you not the titled owner of a vehicle and the person's not working for you, you have extra coverage in Pennsylvania because auto policies stack. So if the person that caused the accident had 100 in coverage and then you have a policy for 50, you have technically 150,000 that you could acquire through uh, litigation or settlement. But. Um, I mean, I don't see a scenario where necessarily you're liable for an accident, but right. that's when you got to deal with a package of insurance assets that could help you.
0: All right. You, I mean, you can always over insure too, Justin. I mean, you know how much you want to give the insurance company. I mean,
1: when you I, say I wouldn't you too would, many clients when yeah, you they say don't have enough
0: coverage. Yeah, but when you say okay, the problem for this guy really is his wife and and stepson. They want to have minimum coverage because they're cheap. And uh, and they could open themselves up to a lawsuit, but not him because the house is in his name. And I, would you would you say in general he should be per- pretty well protected against that? In 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 and general? obviously
1: the house, I, yeah, the house I would believe is titled to both of you.
0: No, correct? Just titled to him.
1: No. It's All me. right, then I I think you're relatively safe with the the.
2: The silo, the way the assets are siloed, but I, I, and I don't think the husband's liable. I don't think you're liable, sir, unless you were you would be liable, whether or not you were married. Do you understand that by virtue of you being married doesn't make you liable for damages as a result of her negligence?
0: All right. So wish you the best of luck, uh, and uh, yeah. onward we go. News Radio five seventy WDKV, w- and let's go next to Bill. Hello, Bill.
4: Hi, Ron. Uh, Thanks for taking my call. Uh, This one should be relatively quick. I've heard this answer, but I just don't know the full scope of it. So we received one of those uh, graphic camera tickets in the mail. I know they're not valid, so we don't have to pay it, but do I respond? It's not that they're
2: not valid. do
4: I just ignore it altogether?
0: Uh, You're... i'm going to just i'm sorry ron i I know it's tough for you guys to 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 do this i'm just going to tell them what in general because you guys are lawyers in in general uh, i'm going to just tell you what most of my callers have done and emailed me they're they're not like a ticket you get from a cop people ignore it they don't pay it they they send it to collections they ignore that and nothing happens okay that's what i the feedback i've gotten you have a comment mark it's a it's a
2: valid ticket. It's a valid ticket. However, it's it's a civil citation. It's not punishable by points or jail. It's merely a monetary fine. It doesn't go on your record. And enforcement has been, let's say, difficult because people are choosing not to pay those tickets. Um, and, and the secondary factor of it is every dollar a
1: municipality gets from the camera tickets, the state deducts from the contribution
2: from the road from the streets and roads allocation it's a money-making scheme basically yeah okay there's a lot of litigation i don't know how much longer those tickets are going to be around uh,
0: i'll tell you this caller every 10 years in all reality someone in my family got one we never we, we we just totally ignored it so you do what you want to do all right all right thank you guess what ron
2: what after going to court for five of them I just blew this last one off. Right. You finally say, you finally
0: listen to the Ron Ver method. To hell with it. It, it, Uh, Listen, I hate to say this. It's a money-making scheme uh, uh, where they try to shake people down. That's all it is about. And uh, Now, when
2: I go try to sell my house, if there's a lien on my house. There's not going to be a lien on your house because you you didn't
0: enter a written written agreement to take out that that loan like a credit card or something like that where it's turned over to collection. It's utter nonsense. I mean, you know, and take off
1: your front license plates.
0: Yeah, they get yeah. them by the you're back not, license plates. No hi- yeah,
2: stick I, it.
1: But I'm telling you, I've never gotten one.
2: Well, that's because you're a law-abiding one. citizen. We all know that. Well, you don't. Of course. I have. I drive 150 miles an hour to five different courts. Like I have hearings scheduled 15 minutes apart in <laughs> Columbiana and Trumbull County. <laughs> it used to be in a I primitive. need like a time defense. machine.
1: Wasn't it in the day affirmative defense for a lawyer to speed to court?
2: You know what, people, clergy has made that argument as well. Yeah. Uh, You you could say you're an officer of the court and that, you know, as an officer of the court, you have a a, a legal emergency, I guess. I don't know. I don't know that that flew, though. I've never tried it. Right. Uh, I've used to... (laughs) What? I've had a couple. I've tried a couple, um, uh, how should we say, uh, interesting or... uh, Very ridiculous kind of arguments to try to talk my way out of a ticket, and I haven't won yet. There you go. One argument yet. All right, Al,
0: you're on the air with the attorneys. Hello.
4: (laughs) You guys are too. You guys are too funny. Hi, gentlemen. Quick real estate question for you, please. My wife and I just built a house and moved in Valentine's Day weekend, and miraculously, we're still married. But uh, the way we did this, we bought a lot, closed on the lot with an attorney, and hired a contractor and built a house. As we were nearing completion. I asked the contractor, when and how are we going to close on this? And he replied, there is no closing. You own the house. You closed when you bought the lot. It seems to me there's a document more official I should have title wise since there is now a house on this lot. Like a okay, deed, am I correct?
2: A deed for the Let's house. You j- yeah, you should have some yes, kind sir. of deed with a legal description, with a legal description on it.
4: Okay. Uh how, how how do I go about
2: getting that? Y- wouldn't you I would contact the wouldn't you go the, the to a, a lawyer that does closings that could probably help him out Mark? Yeah, you could contact uh, uh there's Youngstown Land Title uh, those We're the, partial to that one. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> the lawyer my brother-in-law is a my brother-in-law's a title attorney. So, uh Youngstown Land Title if you give him a call He'll be able to point you in the right direction. I would say you need to, to have a deed. It needs to be recorded. There needs to be a legal description on it, which would talk about the parameters of your property. You know, it, it, like a plat
5: yeah, kind of and a situation. and then also
1: go to the auditor's office and search your your address and see what the, uh, the you can do it online. Is. if it's if, yeah if it's related to just the land, then you need a little more to do. If it if it demonstrates the value is appropriate. For the improvements being the house, then you're probably in
0: okay shape with the deed. Let me ask you this, caller: Did you get a building permit to build the home? Yes, sir. All right. Is zoning? Did you need zoning approval, building permits, stuff like that? Oh yeah. Did you yes, get it? Sure. Did all you get that. it all inspected? Yes, sir. And when you look at your tax, when you go online and look at the auditor's website, do your taxes show a structure there?
4: not yet because taxes are always paid in arrears right. we just got our tax bill from last year and it was just a lot at that time so. okay
0: right uh, so do do what these guys said and 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 because you would want a want a deed for your property so that if you die it would go to your wife
4: that's what i thought okay hey thanks a lot guys appreciate it
0: where should they go mark uh, let's plug your brother oh. again brother-in-law again
2: youngstown, youngstown youngstown land title it's on star center drive in canfield Hi, Vince. All right. Okay. Uh, Vince, attorney Vince Morgione. All right. Thank
0: you. Uh, Vince. Thank you very All much. Right. Morgione. I thought it was your, oh, your brother-in-law, you said?
2: My brother-in-law is married to my sister, yeah. She married a guy with that name, huh? Yeah. Good guy. Good family. I know. Family. That's a, that's a long name to write, though. Voice. She had
0: to probably learn really, really, how do I write that and spell it at the same time? It's less letters than DeVecchio.
2: <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> it's all lowercase, too. Yeah, I yeah, guess. There's no hidden capital in there anywhere. I think right.
0: you're right, Mark. I never said it. it. might have been easier for her. That's probably why right. Why she decided to do that. Debbie, you're on the air. Hello there. That was there. one
2: of the reasons she, she did it. Hi. Yeah. Thank you
6: for taking my call. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Yes. Uh, yes, I'm calling my father and my deceased mother own a piece of land in Youngstown on the north side. The house has already been torn down years ago. The city is charging my father $480 to cut his grass per year. I think its taxes are like $12. And he doesn't want the property anymore, so we want to donate it to the land bank. But we, the land bank won't take it because my deceased mother's name is on it. How do I go about getting my deceased mother off that property so we could donate it to the land how is, bank?
2: How is the property deeded? Is it joint and survivor? Is it a joint and survivor deed? Yes. Or is it just in there? Yes. Well, if it's joint and survivor, you just need a certified copy of the death certificate. And, and uh, you know, I, I think you could... Just take it to the recorder's office, right?
1: Right. You can submit that. It properly transfers the name entirely because it's a non probate asset if it's joint and survivor. Right. Then it just goes into your father's name and it should be more easily transferred.
2: And if it's not in joint and
1: survivor, what then do I would you mean think you got to.
6: joint survivor? What is that? Because I thought I had to do like a survivor's, an affidavit of survivorship is yeah. what I've been reading. But what do you
2: mean? You could do. you. You could do that as well. If you deed it, it would typically say the names of the parties held in joint and survivor. That those those words would be on the mortgage, okay? Or on the or deed. Do, or on the deed. I'm sorry, not no mortgage. On the deed, and and that's how you would okay, tell so it. what survivor. Okay, so I look it up would,
6: at the recorder and it has both my mom and my dad listed, that's what you're if talking about. It doesn't say about, joint survivor.
0: No, Correct. L- l- listen. It doesn't it, say he, aren't you saying to her, Mark, that it, it should be a joint and survivor? So if one of them dies, it becomes the other one's property.
2: Correct, Mark? With producing a certified uh, uh, copy and, of a death certificate. And the
0: filing
6: of the affidavit.
1: And
2: the filing of the affidavit, yes. Do
6: I need
2: a lawyer to the file court. the affidavit? Uh probably find one online but you would probably need someone to notarize it
1: and believe it or not the recorder's yeah, office is very so particular
6: about margins it's like
2: asking me well wait a minute listen to what they're saying
0: about the recorder's office just listen for a minute the, the, the legal
1: recordings on land require certain margins believe it or not they the recorder will reject a filing if the margins are not correct uh, you are on the path to doing it and you can try on your own um, but I wouldn't advise against talking to a lawyer to make sure the deeds even
2: made out the right way that you can do this. Huh. And it, and it doesn't sound like it would be a very expensive endeavor. It wouldn't entail a lot. It wouldn't take up much of a lawyer's time. Youngstown Land Yeah. Once again, <laughs> oh, yeah, once okay. again, go to somebody that has a title company, and, right. and Vince so, is going to so, have to pay for this. All right. So write uh, write
0: this down. All right. So. Listen to what he okay. said it shouldn't be very expensive go to what Youngstown
2: what is it Mark Youngstown land title it's a a, a title agency that specializes in recording deeds and transfers of property And what's the so, phone number do you know? Uh, I don't have the phone number All right. but it's on it's an, I, on Star I, Center I Drive in Canfield Ohio All right On Star Center right. Drive and in I Canfield Ohio they'll help you out One
6: quick question One quick question please If Go the ahead the land bank doesn't take the property and it's uh, my father passes, and we are the survivor of that property. Can we deny that property? As, yeah, as you don't tenant? have to
1: accept. Yeah, you don't. You do not have to take any probate asset under a will. You can. You can refuse. You that.
2: could choose not to accept any any uh, benefits that are left to you as a beneficiary. And
1: then, in that event, I believe because no beneficiary would accept it, then it would it, sh- it should, should transfer
7: it to the land bank, to right the, to the state. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That would okay, be a good way
1: you. to get it to I the land base.
0: Cheat. All right. Thank right? you. Do what Mark said, said though. That. Start by doing that and getting the problem solved. Okay.
6: All right. Thank you. Thank uh, you.
0: Because you want to get the tax. Good the, luck. The twelve It's not so much the taxes. It's the four hundred dollars a year and the mowing costs down there. But get 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 rid of the right. liability because you'd still have liability on it. So you want to get rid of it.
2: Okay. I let's agree. See. And what was the name of that place again, Mark? Youngstown land title <laughs> attorney Vince Morgione, Vincent Morgione. All right, sorry. All right. There we go. Five twenty-eight. Uh, let's go to
0: Steve. Steve, you're on the air. Steve. Hi. Hey, Ron. Yeah.
8: Hi. I got a question there for the attorneys uh, in Ohio. If the husband dies intestate, does the wife automatically get the estate?
2: No it dep- well, well the wife on... would uh, get a portion of it you because you can't leave your yeah. wife out of your
1: yeah you cannot disinherit your wife but it also depends on whether the wife is the natural mother of any living children
2: yeah that's a good uh-huh. point so if if you have children with her it would probably just with her it would go
0: to
1: the
2: spectrum. it would go to her if you had children with somebody else somebody other than her A portion of that estate would go to the children and a portion would go to the spouse.
0: All right. I got to pause. Thank you, okay, Steve. We'll be right good. back.
2: A $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions. Apply See DraftKings.com for details.
0: Today. Hey, it's Ron Verne for the good folks at Higgins Reardon Funeral Homes. And when it comes to your final arrangements, shouldn't you make the decisions? The arrangements you make will reflect your exact wishes and desires. And prearranging your own services will help to ease the burden on your loved ones. It'll also alleviate any questions, problems, or differences which can occur among family members. That translates into meaning arguments. You hear him talk about here on the legal show how if you uh, should always have a will or a trust so it doesn't lead to those ugly arguments among family members. Well, the same thing applies when it comes to your final resting spot. The only way you can make sure it's exactly how you want it to be is through pre-planning. And with pre-payment, incidentally, it protects you from inflation. Call the good folks at Higgins Reardon Funeral Home, 330-792-2353. 330-792-2353. With five chapels, Austin Town, Jackson-Milton area, Salem, Boardman-Canfield area, and Poland, it is, of course, the one and only and the best Higgins Reardon Funeral Homes. And a family of caring and compassion ends great tradition. News Radio five seventy WKBN. Onward we go. We're talking with our attorneys tonight on a legal show till six. And Steve, you're on the air with the attorneys. Hello there.
5: Hey, how you doing tonight?
0: Good. Your your question. Hello, Steve.
5: Ah, uh, no question. I will tell you what, I got I got uh, interested when you talked about the speeding tickets. I just received one, and the only reason I called. Is because when you lease a car,
9: oh, that's different. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's they, different.
5: They totally send it to the the uh, the leasing, to the leasing GM, agency. Yeah, you gotta they, pay it. Go, go ahead. That's you not gotta pay it the case every time.
0: Yeah, you gotta pay it because you it's a lease. Yeah, you're stuck.
5: And you know, you well, know that's not happened? all. The funny thing about it was it came so late. And then when I went to appeal it, because I looked on the camera or I looked on the website, and it showed a bunch of cars together, my car and other cars. So how could I be speeding five miles over the 35-mile-an-hour limit? I turned around and called the Wethersfield Police Department, spoke to a captain, and he says, well, go ahead and contest it. Usually the judge now is to get rid of that $149 and just give you something like 25 And I'm thinking to myself, is this for real? They just keep blinking and blinking and blinking everybody just to get the poor guy to buy it. So the pay is 149 So it's a joke. Yeah, it's,
2: it's, a, it's yeah. a money-making. It's a I don't want to say it's a scam because there is somewhat of a legitimate interest to lower speeders, but, but it, there's no proof that it's making people speed less, frankly. Secondly, yes, at the end of your lease term, when you turn in that car, the company you lease it from, Could enforce that as an expense on the vehicle, like it would if the vehicle was damaged and say that you need to pay this. So we terminate the lease,
1: or they'll stick it in the lease payment.
2: Yeah. Or, or just at the, if you get it at the end of your lease term and you bring it into the, to the uh, lessee and say, I'm not paying it. I don't know what recourse they would have against you. I don't know what recourse they would have because it's not a contract that you enter. Although maybe I'd have to look at the lease. Maybe they say if you have any, if there's any costs or fees associated with the lease of this vehicle, you're responsible for it. Maybe I don't know. All right, Mary News Radio five seventy
0: WQBN. This is a legal show till six. Thirty plus year tradition three three zero seven two nine ninety nine seventy seven. Hello there, Mary.
6: Yes. Hi. How are you? The reason why I'm calling, I'm in a daycare and my boss has a new security system that we whenever we talk she can hear our conversation is that legal
1: yes you do not have an expectation of privacy within your workplace especially now, in help. a
2: daycare especially yeah. where you're dealing with children and there've been you know some terrible things that have been caught on camera with daycare providers and small children and
1: mm-hmm. it's your your question probably relates more towards the listening portion Versus just yes. the video recording—is that fair? Okay. Yes, it um, is.
0: Well, don't Wait, be bad mouthing your that boss.
1: Disclosed to you? Excuse me. Well, she, she's already doing that. That's why she called the show. Oh. No,
0: she just started to do it. That's why
6: I <laughs> want to know—is it legal?
1: I, I, quite frankly, there's this. in Our firm dealt with it pretty intensely over a statute on, you know, recordings of conversations and, and whether or not that's a criminal. Uh, Act, but quite frankly, I, my assessment of everything is: you do not have an expectation of privacy within your workplace.
2: Okay. All right, so, and there may be a, a legitimate interest to protect the children, or yeah.
0: right. So you better make so, don't badmouth your boss. Were you badmouthing your boss?
6: No, I don't do that.
0: All
2: right, there okay. You go. Thank you. I can't you. be sure. Run. Go ahead. I can't be sure, but I think there's bugs all over this firm. <laughs> I think, I think David has these rooms bugged. Yes, man. So I, I, I yeah. watch what I say. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but,
0: uh, but jo- Justin, Justin Marcota doesn't. Look, it, it, I'm sure he doesn't have it because Justin Marcota regularly will badmouth Dave when he's not there. And look, he's a partner.
1: <laughs> I do it on public airways. but yeah. I
0: love him. Yeah, there you go. He's my best friend. All right. I thought I was your best friend.
1: Uh, just on Thursdays.
0: All right. That's <laughs> what I thought. Tom, News Radio 570 WQBN, and Ron Verb. 539. You're on the air.
7: Is that me, Ron?
0: Yes, sir. Go ahead.
7: Oh, thank you. Um, I just had a question. Uh, it's been probably two, two and a half years. Maybe I was on a well site in Bessemer, Pennsylvania. I worked for Gas and Oil Wells. Yes, I'm sir? retired. But uh, a gentleman got killed on site, and I was the only witness. And uh, a 20-inch pipe come off a truck and kill them.
0: Oh, my God. Wow. That That has to haunt you, doesn't it?
7: Well, that's what I'm calling about, because it's been a few years. I didn't think it bothered me too much, but it's, you know, it kind of did. And I just wondered, it's been, you know, quite a while, but I didn't recourse, you know, for the company (laughs) I worked for. I worked out of a company from Houston, Texas.
0: And you're retired now, did you say? Yeah. All right who delivered the pipe
7: uh i'm not sure it was a different company that we were working for so it it might have been the same company that we were working for but i'm I'm not real sure
1: uh, and then even though you witnessed this did did the pipe have any ability to strike you or harm you
7: no, I was just happened to be sitting in the wrong place, the wrong time, and I was the only witness to the whole thing. No, you were and sitting the, just, you were
0: you sitting people. in the right place because it didn't fall on you. You weren't No,
7: yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. So it, it,
0: it comes sure. down to two things.
1: Uh, first, negligent infliction of emotional distress from watching another person pass away requires you to be within the quote zone of danger meaning you did not get struck and you did not get hurt, but you could have, okay? Now, sounds like you're not within the zone of danger, so even not to dive too deep into that conversation, Pennsylvania, that is a tort, and it's over two years ago. So you do not have the ability to pursue a claim against the the, the company that delivered the pipe. I can't speak to whether or not you have a workers' compensation claim.
0: Because uh, oh, oh, oh. under workers' count for what psychological issues from it? Have you gone and seen any therapists,
1: counselors, psychiatrists no. because of this? No. Then no. You, you quite. Then honestly, regardless of all the things I discussed, you don't really have verifiable economic, damages. You don't have yeah. economic
0: damages related to the incident.
7: Okay, yeah. okay, that's what I was just wondering. Okay, well, thank you very much,
0: and I hope uh, I wish Absolutely. you the best. I really do. So got, Sorry, to be, got, well. got to be tough news radio 570 KVN. mike you're on the air with the attorneys hello
9: hello uh concealed carry question now, i know the laws are changing um but when i took my course one of the things that my instructor uh, uh hammered on us is that you cannot have you cannot be chewing alcohol flavored bubble gum they don't want to have you test anything you can't have a, a drop and so with the laws changing and everything, not I. Uh, I want to ask if you could get drunk or anything, but I I didn't go to parties or, or anything like that because I uh, know they was drinking and you couldn't have anything. Will will this will that still stand up with the new laws? Are you able to go and, like have a have a half a drink or? Uh, or no, half, that's, how that's that not going to con- play out.
2: That's not going to change. I mean, they're yeah, they're going to do away with uh, permits and, and concealed carry. Uh, if it it passes, doesn't
1: mean you can have a firearm while you're uh, impaired.
2: Yeah, in fact, I would say it would be enforced even more stringently because people's access to guns are going to be greater and they're going to have the ability to carry them more than they do you know than they did before because it's going to be it's not going to be as scrutinized. You're going to be allowed to do it in the future. So yes, my advice is alcohol and guns don't mix. They never mix. They don't even mix slightly. So if you have a gun on you, never ever imbibe. Don't even take a sip of alcohol because you're you're going to lose your gun. You're going to get in trouble. Yeah, and
0: if that you go goes to the also to if, transporting. You go, if he goes to the bar, right.
2: why don't you just go without your gun,
0: caller?
9: Well, because if I'm going to if I'm going to do it, I mean, I'm out working all the time, I'll do go after work, uh, I i have it left in my uh vehicle if I go in there after work. I work for myself, so um that's probably one of the reasons I won't be at home. I can't leave it home. It's it's concealed in my in my vehicle.
0: Yeah, but if you if you're well, drinking if in my were... vehicle, is that a problem, Mark? Well, there's two problems. There's yeah, he's drinking yeah. and he's getting his vehicle. Yeah, you're gonna have. If
9: you are impaired, I'm just saying, like after work, or you want to meet the guys. Uh, I'm not talking about getting sloshed or anything. I'm just saying go out, and have a glass of wine or something. I'm not saying getting getting uh, bent over so you can't drive. I'm just saying to go out hey, and that, have a a casual be drink a with a with a
2: friend. Under disability, right?
9: Well. <sighs> okay. No, we,
1: there. You've you've layered on a couple issues here that we got to dive through. But quite frankly, you're intoxicated. The cops, because you have the permit, know you have a concealed carry, and then the question becomes: Are you actually transporting the firearm legally
2: while you're impaired?
1: impaired?
2: You, listen, as far as I'm concerned, there's only one way to transport a gun. Um, you know, put it in your trunk. But but don't consume alcohol uh, when you're driving with a gun in the car. Because once you have a concealed carry, uh, although this is probably going to change because you're no no longer going to need a permit, but when the cops see that and they pull you over, they run your your plates, they immediately instruct you. They scream to you to let me see your hands, put your hands out the window.
9: And you got training on that through your courses. Oh, of course, of course. I've been pulled over before. I've always put my hands on the top of my steering wheel and turned my interior lights on. You know, I only laugh once, and and, uh, so that's not the issue. I just wanted to know if. I, and I need, When that changes, uh, is all that stuff at the sheriff's department going to go away? Am I, or they, will they still be able to look at my plate and see that I had a concealed carry?
1: Oh, uh-huh. yeah. That's going to show up.
0: For yeah, the I, I, If yeah. I was you, caller, I would renew your concealed carry permit, uh, even though it's not. It, th- those laws don't go into effect for three months from, from now. But I would renew your permit, even though uh, Ohio is going to this
2: constitutional carry, because of other states
9: right and buy right. a gun
2: safe buy it buy a gun safe and if you're going to go to a bar put the gun in the gun safe and then go to a bar or get or uber all
0: right thank you for get your call uh, there yep. you go and don't shoot yourself in the foot uh onward we go it's the lawyers and it's scott news radio 570 w k on 546 your question uh
10: yes um i went to a doctor for years and took a medication legally. Um, to this doctor. And when I made a decision to uh, get off of it, um, I had to go to detox in order to do that, which I recently did uh, be a month ago. Well uh, I work at a place, it's Union. Now, I never had no trouble at work. They knew I took that medication. Um, I reported off, correctly. I took a vacation sick day to go there to the hospital. And, and they admitted me, I made the decision that day, they assessed me and admitted me and I did my detox and when I got out, I got a slip to return to work, but my work wouldn't accept it. Um, I guess the only way I could say it was like, they were treating me like, like I had broke laws and got in trouble at work and everything else. And it's been a month now that I've had doctor slips to return to work. And I actually have a meeting tomorrow and, um, and it was opiates that i come off of. and i just didn't know you know where i stand on that do they have a right to do that to me i actually tried to keep it private what do you, what do, you do for work and uh, um I, I i work in a warehouse i'm a union worker um i work in a shipping department you operate a telemotor okay uh, i operate do operate a telemotor and and and, okay, and, that's and why. i actually had i actually had a return to slip work Stating that I had no, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking? For? I had no restrictions that I could return to work with no restrictions, and they wouldn't accept. Were you that.
2: drug tested? Were you drug tested um, during your employment?
10: Uh, uh, when I got in, yes. Now, mind you, they knew I was on that medication all those years I worked there. Okay,
2: Suboxone and no, uh, no opiates. They're,
10: they're tr- okay. They're treating me like the people at work. That's gotten in trouble with drinking or drugs at work and doing it illegally
1: and was going to Are lose you part it. of a union? You are part of yes. a union? What, what does the union say yes. that's collectively bargained uh, in that situation? Uh,
10: in that, had I got, I, I, from what I read and what I've got to the union, like when I talk to my union store, he kind of agrees with me that really they had no right to do this to me. Um But, you know, they're trying to make me go through the whole addiction program, like the meetings and every. And I actually have a, a meeting with them tomorrow at 2 o'clock. They, they made me get all kinds of crazy paperwork from the doctors and the hospitals and stuff that I went to. Are you bringing a lawyer with you and, to that meeting? Uh, the union rep I, I don't be have with you meeting? yet. And I, well, I did you don't provide those I prayed about it and it don't seem right that they should be allowed they're treating me like I'm no offense to nobody but like a street addict and I went to pain management legally and took medication and when I made a decision in my life to get off of it I found out that well that's not an easy thing to do you really need a doctor's care to detox
2: yeah and the unfortunate thing is it you know Opiates are, are are they're a narcotic, and sometimes they they do cause impairment. And when you operate heavy machinery, you put yourself and others at risk. So that's why okay. when you say my employers knew about it, you're kind of I don't know how they could have known yeah. about it and let it they did. be allowed did, because I did, they, they,
10: they, job, they I did that job sixteen years on the same dose of medication, never once had an well, incident, never once got in any trouble, written you, up or any caller. Um, nothing listen
2: if you you could prove if you could prove that they had knowledge of this for 16 years and they acquiesced then you may have some bad faith claim against them if if they if they say we didn't know he was a good employee but we never drug tested him in 16 years now that we know that there was an an issue they're in their right to protect you and other workers
1: Uh, and there's a question of impairment with coverage okay because because your withdrawals are just equally if and that were to be too. the case, to cause you impairment right. just like the drug may have or not. My best advice right. to you is not to discuss anything at this meeting unless your union is involved in a rep there or uh, a I, lawyer. I, my union because is, there's going to be determinations made.
10: Okay. They they want me to sign a paper that I agree to go to meetings, um, like NA meetings and that, in order to return to work. And it's like, I mean... Okay, you know, if I thought I had a problem... I don't know if if that's a collectively bargained
1: requirement. Yeah.
11: Uh,
10: um, That I I will find out tomorrow. And if so, then I will sign it uh, and do it. But only to return to my job, not agreeing that I'm an addict and that I have a problem. The other thing is, yes, they do know we have changed insurance carriers through the years. And you have to fill out papers and put all of your medications on there and so forth. And also, my insurance that yeah. I have got this medicine with all these years is through my employer, and they paid my bills and, and everything. So it's right. like everybody
0: knows. Well, well, good luck to you. i got to take more calls. Thank you for your good call. Uh, Let's go to Michael. You're on the air. Michael, are you there?
12: Yep, I'm here. I'm here. Sorry. Go ahead. Sure, I'm here. <laughs> um I have a question regarding uh, uh, my my. If we do something wrong at work, my boss will go in and take our pay. Is that is that okay?
0: What do you mean by something wrong?
12: Well, um, the other day uh, I uh, I came in twenty minutes late to work. Um, I have children. We've discussed this many times. That you know, on occasion, I have to uh, you know come in a little bit later. And it's all you know, in text messages for lots of proof and all that, but I came in 20 minutes late, and he docked me two hours of pay.
2: That's their right, you, know, they're, they're,
12: We're you could get you docked:
2: don't have an Yeah contract, if, if, right? if you don't have an employment contract and you're not represented by a union, um, and you're, they're not violating some of your rights somehow, like if you're a protected class or something like that, and they're trying to constructively. Uh, terminate your employment by doing that. Are you if paid
1: hourly, I assume, right? Yeah, yeah, I get paid
12: hourly. But no, he's not trying to fire me or anything. He's just trying to like teach a lesson. No, well, no,
1: no. You just you didn't do so, the work. He's
2: saying well, I was twenty well, minutes I mean, late. I got minutes, two hours.
12: They'll, he will deduct two hours out of my hours worked.
2: That's a good deterrent to not being late again. Yeah, it's a yeah, not yeah, I
12: just state, don't know state reality behind it. Like, is that something that's that's
1: yeah, okay in the state of I, Ohio? I'm unfortunately, sure. yeah. No, unfortunately. It's you just don't have a right to to complain about
2: it unless you have a contract, unless you're represented by a union, unless there's some violation of your fundamental rights. Really, it's mm-hmm. Ohio's an at will state and employers have a lot of leeway in making the rules. And, you know, a good reason ha- a or bad no reason. reason
1: or no reason at
0: all.
2: All right. right. Try sure, to get that, that, a Try to get there on that's time. Term,
1: right.
2: right. That would be
12: for termination.
0: Yeah. Well, will they answer for, your question? You know, anything right. Like that. I, I can't no, go no, any no, further no, with you. Anything. I got more calls. I mean, you know. Okay. There you is. go. All right. So let's go to Mike. You're on the air.
11: Yes, sir. I got a question for the attorneys regarding employment. If I was uh, position was terminated, although I took the position and I was in sales and I took it from a two million to a five million dollar uh, year territory, uh, the owner hired a family friend. Um, Two weeks after I was let go to take over my position.
2: Well, um, case, yeah, that's what I was going right, to say.
11: Have,
0: did you have a contract, or were you in a union?
11: No union. No did, union. Did I, was, you, I had a. I signed. A, I signed a contract. A, a, a well, no, a no compete clause in the contract when I took the job five, six years ago.
1: And I bet but, you didn't have a lawyer. Look
11: at that non compete. Did you? No, I did not. You're right. No, that's right.
2: Was the friend that they hired significantly younger than you?
11: Significantly, yes she was. With no experience, no sales well, experience. Well, you
1: in in that sense and when were you uh when did you separate from the company? 1 year ago. So you have basically
11: a year left.
2: It's uh... How old were you when they uh replaced you?
11: I was uh 57
0: why do you think they replaced you caller why do you think they got rid of you
11: well because one of their i had uh uh, heart surgery and uh was off a few months for that but uh, during covid my cells were down like everybody else is in the country during covid um but i did take the the territory from a two million to a five million dollar territory in five years or five years four years um they hired they hired a family member friend to replace to take my and, position out and, and you know that was difference in pay rest, they hired this person as a sales rep to take over my exact same job
2: was there a difference in pay from what they paid you to what they pay him
11: i'm sure i don't know that but i'm sure i'm sure the pay yes I, i'm sure the pay for me was higher than the pay that they were paying them
1: my my here's her. my best advice you have you you may have something to investigate further. It's got to be looked at that I probably couldn't answer for you just with some of these right. quick snippets of information. But, but you can call us and we'll
11: look into it for you.
0: All right. Call him and make an appointment and see him at the firm, okay?
11: Okay. Thank you. Thank
0: you. You're on the air. Hello. Really? Yeah. What's your question? Are you there? Hello? Yeah, what's your question?
8: Um, yeah, this has to do with, uh, something called a delay service from a car dealership where, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the brand, but, uh, uh, purchased in Akron Canton, um, luxury brand, uh, you know, worried about service and like, no problem for the next three years. Uh, if you have an issue, um, we'll come pick up your car. We'll leave you a longer and then, you know, we'll bring it back to you. All right. What's the question? We're I running out of time. Accent. Haven't had an accident in 40 years. Literally two-tenths of a mile from my street. I I can't tell you who, but we'll just say a humongous white pickup truck. All I could see was a lady reaching down to grab something. Couldn't tell you if it was a phone, cup of coffee, I have no idea. But, you know, beyond, like, half over on the line... Literally like three quarters. So, no time to hit the horns. We're coming up What's the round. question?
0: Yeah, yes. what's your I'm, question?
8: So, okay, quick question. So, either way, I, I, I swerved, scraped the loaner, um, and, you know, went, went home, called the dealership, let them know. Um, obviously, they brought.
1: Well, my okay, what's your back question? So I, I got I get 10 seconds your left. Your insurance covers it. Yeah. Your, your insurance, insurance will cover. cover it.
0: Your insurance that you have on. Your car, they said, should cover the damage you did to the dealer's car. Okay, you got
1: to present it to even get the loaner.
0: All right, thank you. Sometimes you just can't. get You so You've got to cut to the chase. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Justin.
2: Yes, the house bands at Crickets this weekend. Go for see them. St. Patrick's Day party. They're the Come best. Out.
0: Thank you, guys.